time for us to record a podcast yeah i don't it's not like i don't mind doing mornings i always feel a bit discombobulated first thing yeah and i sound that. a bit yeah i don't know sometimes it's nice though because you know it can be like you can be like brain tired by the end of the day i feel sometimes yeah. like you're more like you know your brain's had its had its sleep so it's more more inclined to not make dumb errors now i say that <laughs> And no doubt, I'll say things wrong the whole way through and get myself all mixed up. I hate, I hate anyway. the way I feel in the mornings. Like immediately from waking up, I always find that difficult. Like especially at, like now and in the winter. In the summer, I'm like, I'm like, you yeah, look outside and you're like, oh, well, because you know, don't you look outside and you think, oh, sun's out, sun's oh, out, it's out. but it, it's not just that because I woke up this morning and the sun was out. But you know you get out there and you're like, Brr. it's yeah. cold and freezing and you're not really going to st- spend much time out there. I hate, that's the thing. But you can go, you can go and get yourself a drink and you can just walk around the garden in the warm, get, first the sun, get the that first vitamin D. <laughs> it's the first 10 minutes of waking up early for work. Like Some yeah. people just open their eyes and get out of bed and go and they're fine. Mm, no. I'm like, I, well, obviously I do, but it's just there's always that little bit of fuck off. Oh, fuck off. I'm comfy just, yeah. and warm. But you don't feel like that in the summer so much, I don't think. It's just Not like a winter much. thing in it because it's cold and dark. Although it's getting brighter now, but it's cold and dark and like, not at all what you want to be getting up for. Thank God. Roll on the summer. All you I feel like, didn't it get really cold? Isn't it getting cold though? Like, isn't it cold it in the nights? fucking cold. It's fucking freezing. It's like, fuck off cold. Get get warm. Like yesterday, there was like, you stand in the sun, there's like this little like, the littlest bit of warmth. A shred of a sun. shred of sunlight and warmth. And you're like, oh, look sun. at that. It's really warm. And it's not at all. It's like t- five degrees. <laughs> I'm calling flat earth iron. There's no way that just the tilt of the sun. Like we're, we're on the same planet. How can the southern hemisphere people get so warm all the time? It's so warm now. <laughs> and we're just going, what the fuck? But they're so, they feel like they get more warm more often. Yeah, their shit time's hot as well. Like, you get your shit time that's like, yeah, you, you, even on a nice day is like a nice day in the summer here. Yeah. We're just in one of those places where it's like, just always cold, isn't it? Even in the summer, it's not that great. No Robert either today. No, well, you probably guessed that, given that there's no voice of Robert. We This is Robert, what, Robert is booze. We waited as long as we could. But, yeah, uh, he can't make it today. Sometimes things happen, don't they? Yeah, I mean, you know, this ain't our jobs, so... He's got job to do, yeah. and uh, so do we all. But got my money, man. Yeah, so he can't make it t- this week. Can you? So is that like you, you can hear buzzing. Listen. No, I think it's just feedback. Oh, just fuck it. No, oh, no, it's not on. Oh, it's not on. Oh, <laughs> it's not even on yet. I'll have to just look at that in a minute. Cause <laughs> it's just something annoying me. Anyway, it's not even on. So, uh, so anyway, yeah. Unfortunately, Rob can't make it this week. He will. We're gonna, we're trying our best to like find a time that we all. Can it's do. difficult to it's get everybody difficult. to sit to be able yeah, to really yeah. free at the because same time. Rob works a lot of weekends, and I have to sometimes work late in the week. So it's sort of trying to find a time where our times don't get messed about because of work and other yeah other such life things. Uh, it's tricky, yeah. It's tricky. So we're trying to figure that out so that we um, can be all together every week. But um, 
That will probably happen soon, soon, soon. There's nothing like coffee in the morning. Tom's drinking coffee. I've not got a drink. The smell of it as well. Never mind. I do like the smell of coffee, but I'm not a fan of the flavour. Never. And bread. Bitter bitter flavour. Bread as well. It's like, I I don't do well with really bitter. Yeah, all toast. Bacon in the morning as well. Oh, yeah. Bit of fucking salty bacon. (laughs) Yeah, man. You can't really beat that smell of the morning, can you? But this is a decaf cough, right? It's got nothing, no caffeine in it. And I don't, I don't notice the difference. I, I don't really think, don't. I don't think it really... I might as well just have... Caffeine doesn't give coffee its flavour. It no, just it gives know. it its kick. So it's not going to change the flavour. It's just taking away that kick in it and that... I don't think it does. Well, obviously, I, I wasn't... I don't feel like I'm getting a kick out of caffeine because drinking decaf is just... It feels com- not normal to say. Yeah, but you, exactly you had a bit of withdrawal when you started drinking it. Headaches um, and stuff. That's maybe. That's the thing that... You, you know your body's like oh, where's this thing that you usually give me every day that's true yeah. that I can't have now but it's good, it's good that you drink the decaf I think I like it uh, so I'm just going to quickly run through I do, uh, we've got some new Patreons this week but I feel like let's save them for when Rob's back because okay. we do get Rob to <laughs> let uh, me know because it will be my, my week and I'll have to write them all down just look because look on your last one whoever you got up to last last time you did it oh you see you're putting work on me already <laughs> who did it last time oh, well, sure, I don't know you, you did it <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, so yeah we'll uh, we'll shout you new fellows out on uh, pa- for we'll Patreon shout you out Brian Richard Next. James Sarah <laughs> Get Rob to give you some like new jobs, just in case you need them. He loves giving people jobs, he doesn't does. he? He gives people jobs. That's basically what he does. Yeah. And um, if uh, you're interested in becoming a patron, uh, we very much appreciate all our patrons. And we do um, extra content um, for each week. We do like a little rundown or just sometimes just a rumbly chat. And uh, we also, and that's every week, and that's lowest tier. You get availability to that. And yeah. Uh, from there on up, you get that, and then all the other extra things. We've got like forty episodes on there now, isn't it? It's got Something a lot like on that. there, yeah. To like be 40 fair, forty episodes. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. For so you got a load for, wow. for yeah, wow. And then if you go up in up in tiers, you can get some like cool <laughs> like Patreon exclusive stuff. Everyone's like, oh, you should put the Patreon stuff on the website. That's not the point. That's not the point, not people. The point. You're supposed to get that cool stuff if you become a Patreon. So. Yeah, there's T-shirts and there's the coveted Gary card and pin. There's the because <laughs> it's yeah. really coveted. It's coveted and in the world of Gary's. In the world of Gary's, and uh, what 100%. else do you get? Um, you get T-shirts. Did you say that? T-shirts. Tin foil hats. Tin foil hats. Fucking loads of stuff. You get an extra gift every uh, every few few months if you are top tier. So there'll be some cool stuff coming soon. Yeah. Man. Top tier patrons. Anywho, uh, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Retrovague and Psycho Apparel. Not so Psycho. Not Psycho. Psycho. S U I K R. And <laughs> if you want to go and check them out, go to at Psycho Apparel on social media, um, and also Retrovague. Just type them in; you'll find them. And uh, we the do have we do have some codes. Oh, we so do have we codes, have yeah. Codes. To get them percents off. Yeah. We, everybody knows in those this day t- and age, percents pe- matter. Percents matter, man. And patents. Patents matter. And if you want 10% off either of those uh, stores of cool clothing, just type in Robots for Retro Vague and Robots Rise for Psycho Apparel. And don't worry if you type the wrong one in because it just won't work. Just so just type the other one in until you get it right. Simples. Um, Simples. <laughs> we're also part of the Podbelly Network. Thank you to Podbelly for always having us part be part of the cool club. And yeah. uh, if you um, are interested in 
checking out some new podcasts. There is a bunch of stuff on the network banner and there's a huge directory of podcasts over there as well. If you'd like to go and listen to a couple of our fellow network members, go to Brewing the 99, which is about a game. I think it's a game. It's yeah, like but it's about... Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. It? It's yeah. like Dungeons... I think. I d- we don't really have these games in the UK, That's so I don't thing, really mate. know You what can make they a are. podcast about anything. Like oh, of course, yeah. Like s- Monopoly, you think Scrabble. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, but you'd think, like, because it's audio, that you'd need to, you'd need to see shit. I, I don't mean, know what... Yeah, they must talk about, like, rules and how to play. Like, and, like moves. Like, cool, like, oh, I did that cool, like... Yeah. I don't did know. this card battle. flush? Oh, yeah, I don't know if it's battles. Look, some of Dungeons and Dragons a bit like this character has got a battles. bigger staff or a bigger. I feel wizard like the Americans wand. are screaming, "No, you're so wrong!" On every level, probably. Who cares? But who cares? Uh, and also the Mind Frame podcast, which is a um, like a fictional book. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, fictional. I always think was it fictional, non-fictional? It's a fictional book. It's a non-fiction book. No, it is a fiction book. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, where yeah, so uh, written by um, Dave Moten from the Sofa King podcast. So go and check that out. Um, Discord, we have a Discord. Tom's banging a nail for some reason. Oh, for some reason, there's a hammer. Is it like <laughs> a, I've got a, a small? There's, no, it's not quite a toffee hammer. It's not. It's, it's, a, like a, it's in it's between like a, a toffee hammer, hammer and like a, a, nail a hammer. normal hammer. But it's a little a toffee, toffee hammer. If anyone yeah. doesn't know what a toffee hammer is, it's a little hammer that breaks up toffee. So just a British thing, is it? I yeah. don't know. Anyway, yeah, you remember you used to get them free. You'd like get a slab of like toffee, toffee, and they give you a small hammer <laughs> inside it to break it up. Yeah. So smash it I feel like bits. I've got one of them around somewhere. I'd like a tiny hammer, but I've lo- I've lost it. I don't know what I've done with it. We've got that. Good. For some reason, we've got like a drill, some masking yeah. tape, and uh, um, button, like some paint screws. behind you. Oh my! What's because my office? Ha- was Hannah's doing some work. It usually takes about nine years to finish it. <laughs> no, so. it just takes me nine years to put stuff away. It was on the desk last week. <laughs> it's on the desk this week. If it's on the desk next week, I'll let you know. Well, you should put it away if you're that bothered. I by should it. put it away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just leave it there. Anyway, I think you're the one that's leaving it. Yeah, well, yeah, but if it's annoying you that much, not annoying me. So, (laughs) Uh, Discord, please check us out. It's um, not, you know, it's not a Patreon exclusive or anything. So, I usually put the link to join at the end of all our social media posts, or um, sometimes we get little, uh, we do like little Instagram specific Discord posts. So, go check that out. You'll find the you'll find the code code no the the link to that somewhere in that post, and you can go and join. Because apparently you have to have the link to join. I was like, like the first time I was like, oh, just go and search for Robots. And they're like, nah, you can't do that. I think I've covered everything, haven't I? Well, I haven't got anything to say. Rob's not here to Rob's insult not here anyone. To, no. So, uh, unless you're, you've got anything else. Well, no, I've, I've literally just rambled on. I said we just jumped Five minutes, it. so ten minutes, who knows? Into the podcast then. Let's do it. We are doing like a mad brain disease today. What brain? Di- like our brain disease? But specifically, we're talking about a girl called Susanna. Um, uh, now, I was. I, I look at this word and I want to say Callahan, but it's not. It's Ka. 
Caralan. 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 It's like the H and the L's are different way around. Caralan. Um, but yeah, she was um, a, a American journalist. Or say was, she still is. Uh, but oh, she's you spoiler alert, she's not well, dead. No, no, Her no. brain didn't rot out there. No, it didn't. didn't turn into a zombie. No. Boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she didn't turn into a zombie yet. Uh, <laughs> but she was born on the 30th of January, 1985. It was like a day before me. Wow, could you imagine that somebody imagine else on was Earth born had a day on like the near day you, yours? Oh, yeah, but the same year. So she's like... <laughs> no. She's like, <laughs> I saw that, I was like, oh, that, that's the day before. Anyway, I felt that was uh, needed to be said. So everyone out there knows my birthday's the 1st of February. So I remember for next year. Uh, yeah, anyway, like I said, she was, uh, I kept saying was, she is um, an American journalist and author. Um, and I'm not going to talk about her early life or any of that shit because it doesn't really matter in this case. Not like, you know, a, a murderer who needs to some some like, Preemptive explanation as to why they might be mad crazy. Oh, we don't need to go back into the begin- the foundation of no, because it really doesn't make any point, any difference. Like she's, you know, a young American, you know, yeah, grew up, yeah, okay. lives in New York, you know. And she just went mental or something. Well, I mean, or did she like? Well, could she see the, the Matrix? This no. Oh, no. I want to see the Matrix. Oh, oh we'll go somewhere <laughs> else then. <laughs> go somewhere else then. Go, go over there and talk to someone else about that. <laughs> um, so she got a new job at the New York Post in um, around 2008, age 23. So she, um, that's a, I feel like that's pretty good for a 23-year-old to get a job at the New York Post. Yeah, what's like, she doing? Like was a she, journalist? she was a journalist yeah, yeah. at 23. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Well, I suppose she started out like small fry, but like that's 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 fucking impressive to be fair. It is impressive, but like the way that in journalism, New York, yeah, it is. But like these that this day and age, you like it's freelance journalism. That's what it's all about. You don't have to go and work well, for a big yeah, company. People just you, go and you do did, it themselves. You didn't in 2008. You didn't, and that is the no, beauty. I mean, the, of the, the internet, internet was about, but it, it wasn't as quite as like journalism. easy to be like a freelance thing. You remember, like you know, that's like early days of YouTube. So like you know, people on YouTube back was then. It 2007. Yeah, I suppose it was. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's like tw- 10, 13 years old at this point. So it's probably even. Yeah, yeah. So was. like, that's you know, when it was like cat videos as well. Yeah, and it was just like viral cat videos and the odd like really mad internet viral thing. Mm. You know, it was all very random. But now, no one really made money from it. People just did it for the laugh. Like now, people make coin it's off not of only the, that. Of people's audience is bigger than like mainstream yeah. media. Like, like the mainstream media the is like, not really mainstream media now. I came across something the other day on YouTube, and it was like um. It was like the best miniature recipes it was called or something. So I clicked on it and it was this person just making miniature food in a tiny mini kitchen. Like mini mini burgers burgers and and mini fries and mini pizzas and like, but it was in like a mini kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Like mini knife, mini fork, mini stove, mini frying pan. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it and I was like... Oh, so it's just a laugh. Just a laugh. Someone's just making mini things. And oh my God, <laughs> the views, this fucking, these videos got, I got on the channel. I was like, 54 million views oh. a bit, like per video, not yeah, just like the odd a, one. I remember that because you showed me there's one with 89 yeah, million yeah. views. Like it's not just the, the odd video. Like they got one special video that <laughs> went viral. It was like views. every... What? 
fucking video they post getting Crazy. consistently getting like 80, 50 to 80 million view, views. Can and you they imagine just making that like, like you can do fucking it. Fucking hell, that's so many people that that person, all they're doing is making mini yeah, food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not even, they're just, you imagine doing, oh, I'm going to do this thing and make mini food and put it on the on YouTube. And then 89 million yeah, people watch people it. Watch it. Yeah. You're going, oh my God. So I'm like, oh, so there's a mini market for YouTube, apparently. Not a mini people, market, people, a massive one. People make, making mini stuff is quite popular. Because yeah. it's hard to be popular on there anymore because there's just so much content. Like, or easy. You know, like, like travel vloggers and all that days. stuff. Like, you can't, can't be a make travel a vlogger in the, in the fucking pandemic. You've got to think <laughs> of something different nowadays to get pe- 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 peak people's interest. To peak people's interest. (laughs) That's like a tongue tire, that one. Peak (laughs) people's interest. So anyway, back to Susanna. Um, (laughs) So yeah, she got a job at the New York Post at age 23. And, you know, she's working hard. She's like living life in New York. I can imagine it's pretty like full on and pretty like hectic. And working very hard at her job to make, you know, a good impression and to like get into the journalistic, all the journalistic stories that she really wants. Networking, Investiga- Investigative uh, journalism. And, uh, and you know, up to this point, she was like a perfectly healthy 20-something, 20, 20 you know, year oh, old girl. It's one of these woman. stories where it's totally fine, then Totally fine. Fucked. Then, like, literally, That's yeah. Scary, so, she, um, so she had been at the, the post for about a year. And um, so she's, like, 24 years old at this point. Uh, and she started to experience some, like, we weird strange symptoms um which was out of the norm for her you know like you know what's normal for you everyone feels a bit fucked every now and then and like a fit, bit this this what i call discombobulated I where normal where you're like, like yeah but do you ever have a day where you're like oh i feel a bit disconnected from my head my brain from oh, my right, like okay, mouth yeah, and you, you can't my really brain from my mouth oh yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah, when yeah. you just struggle a day you struggle to like oh yeah cognitively Shut up. <laughs> no, no, listen to this. Sometimes I sound like I've got a brain injury on it. <laughs> it's like, just listen to Hannah, you'll get it. No, no. <laughs> brain, no brain to mouth. <laughs> but but she, yeah, she was just like, oh, I just don't, like she knew something was off. She's like, I just don't feel oh, like, like you know, normal. Inside, like, there's like, something, no, something going, going on, yeah. So she said she started, and, and a lot of this is like her account of, well, her investigative investigative journalist account of like, because she had to investigate her own fucking life for oh, a shit. month. But um, because she can't remember it. So she, yeah, she had some, um, started getting some like sensory issues with uh, things like, and she, I suppose she, she described it like the world was just brighter, louder and more painful. What? So like every everything was like heightened and Sounds everything like was meningitis or something. Like everything was like a bit mental and like and she was just struggling to like ugh, like you know just like cope with what was like her with like what louder was, and brighter. Yeah, louder, brighter, and more painful. And more painful. Mm. So she's like experiencing like pain, but everything's bright. Everything's really loud. Like just sensory overload. I oh suppose. Yeah, that's not good. So um. A co-worker uh, also was at the time, so like the uh, mate of hers at, at her job was so what's working, wrong with you? Was working and, and writing about some like mad bed bug epidemic that was going on in the city. What? Um, so at the time, Love so like already. Callahan started to become convinced she had bed bugs because she could see these because like the little world was red lighter and more painful. Yeah, she had these little red light bumps on her arms. She was like, oh, I've got bed bugs. So she oh, like no. called an exterminator in and like. 
but she didn't have bed bugs. There was no, you know, they came in, looked, they got like little like X-ray vision glasses. Got X-ray vision glasses, <laughs> or like some UV stuff. I They're don't like know. The Ghostbusters for bed bugs. Yeah, and they didn't find any bed bugs at all in her apartment. <laughs> so she's just like, nope. And she's like showing them, like pulling in, like, where's my look? See, like, go to the doctor's. Look mate. at my fucking arm, and like, they're like, there's nothing there. You're fine. Like, so she's just like starting to like, you know, almost like see things. Maybe a little I'm feeling. Maybe I'm fucked. <clears throat> Why? That's what because she, her arms are like bumping up um, and it's not no, bedbugs. No, but she's bed she's not. See? The point here is that she's not got red bumps on her arm. She only she can see them. Oh, oh. I so like know. she's showing to other people, going, "What the fuck is this shit?" And like they're saying, "Yeah, there's nothing there. You're fine. Like, don't worry." So anyway, oh, no. as the days went on, she started um, also began to experience uh, some numbness um, in the left side of her whole body. So she's getting like numbness and like tingling sensations in her she's legs. She's 26, you said? 24. 20, 24, 24, sorry, yeah. Just at this 24. time, yeah. So this started to concern her, obviously, because, you know, having numbness on one side is like not normal. And Combined with the other symptoms as well. Yeah, combined with the sort of like the fact that she, the she, she just was like, painful. you know, like her, like generally she just felt wrong and something was just wrong, like not up, like something's up. With her, you know, she's like, yeah. this, this, this is something fucking yeah, up. Yeah. So, she, um, so she went and sought out a neurologist because obviously, like, she had some concern about the fact she was like experiencing some one-sided issues, which you know that kind of points to the brain. Things like this are scary because, like, you know, there's something wrong with you, mm. and it's difficult to convey it properly to like a medical professional. Yeah. And then they've got to look for this seemingly really random or obscure, yeah, yeah, yeah. non-common ailment that, that potentially only exists in your mind. Yeah. And then give you a diagnosis to make you better. Exactly. And it doesn't matter whether they go, oh, it's not there or whatever. It's just in your head. If it does, it's real to you, then it's fucking real. It's real everywhere in the whole universe. If it's real to you, yeah. If it's re- if it's going on in your life, that's it. Then like, it's real, it, and, it, and if it's especially if it's like all consuming as well. Yeah. Like, um. So at this point, it was wasn't that, and she, you know, so she sought out this. She went, you know, she went to the doctor basically, and and um, they did some blood work and an MRI scan blood. uh on her, which which like you know, supposed to rule out any kind of. Like tumour. Tumour or um, stroke or anything like that. So um, I suppose, and, and cancers and things, you know, that p- could potentially, anything, anything in your body. In your body. Yeah. Um, so and and that's all when these they found the alien implant. Yeah, that's when they found the Yeah, that's it. Dun, dun, uh, dun, 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 podcast over. <laughs> Just beginning. Just, yeah. But all these uh, tests were inconclusive. Like they all came back normal. But like you were perfectly, you know, like perfectly healthful, health, healthy. 24 year old woman like yeah, yeah you're fine just Get over it. she said they told her that it could be like a virus or mono which is like a mono because it's like a throat infection and um they, is it? apparently yeah in young adults mono. it's like a really popular uh-huh. popular virus in young adults uh, it's one for the kids Forget it's the one for the young young adults Watch yeah the, uh, the influencers of mono on youtube <laughs> yeah like and subscribe. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh, so she was, um, and they also said that she was drinking too much, partying too much, and living life too quickly. So oh, just to, just to take it, it easy. You're caning it too take much. Take it easy, slow it down. And she sort of like walks off going like, oh, it's not okay, the booze. I don't really drink, but okay. Oh, really? Yeah. She did. She was like, I'll have a beer like with my, with my boyfriend after work. Oh, and like maybe you said some wine. slow down. It's like, like she's on it all the but time. But of course, you know, she was a young, person living like you know a fast I suppose a fast paced job 
in New York City, but still, yeah, she's yeah. young. Like she should be able to deal with that. Like you remember when you like tw- in your twenties? No, strange. I remember enough. when I, you know, working in my early twenties, and I was like, I was such so sprightly. I was like up for anything, you know. Like now, I'm like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I want to <laughs> sit they're on like, the sofa. Han- Hannah, can you work? Can you work the weekend? Uh, nah, you're alright. That was uh, for, that was you <laughs> being was, sprightly and up. I was for up for it, it when I was younger, like working a twenty-four hour fucking no night one wants day. To work the weekend, working or the work the weekend, but. Yeah, I'm like, nah. I'm Working good. the weekend's horrible. That's like robbery. Yeah, but even if, especially if you don't get paid any extra for it, which yeah. I never did. Nah, bollocks. Anything extra I did was just like, hey, free. It's just free. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it's like in my in my industry. So you don't get overtime. Fuck that. And there's no agency in this planet that will pay you overtime. They so ain't doing none, bitch. So they just write it in your contract so you're fucked. Anyway, so yeah, like I say, these MRIs and blood tests really, you know, didn't show anything that she was, you know, was causing her any, you know, any real like, phys- you know, so, serious. So the doctors probably think we're zooming. We're issues. probably zooming in now because we're doing a blood work, a full bloods, and there's nothing there. There's so nothing there. So that, there's just, that would be it. a signature you of anything right. if it, there was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, yeah, we've done, we've done all the tests. We've done an MRI. Which Pull yourself together. Most people it. don't just get MRIs, so that like that's that's you know that's a good body scan, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so she was fine. So anyway, uh, so this obviously wasn't very convincing reason for her symptoms given that she didn't like I say she didn't really party she wasn't feeling well she, she really was like wasn't feeling well and she also didn't party and drink too much yeah. um and also her symptoms just seemed to be getting worse and worse like it wasn't getting better and her behavior started to become stranger like she didn't have like she sort of started to lose control of her behavior um, in what respect? Like so just being a bit of a, like shouting at people. Or something. Well, yeah, she started suffering from naughty. insomnia, which obviously is not helpful when uh, you are suffering from something. That, that could you need. just be because she's overthinking things. Though. That's probably what Mate, the doctors are not. thinking. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> in this case, it's, it's really not. It could be in a lot of people, but it isn't in this case. So, And also, she started, started to becoming real paranoid. Um, so she just seemed to be getting worse and worse. And... Um, you know, so, you know, think like, and the, I suppose the bed bugs was a big like paranoia thing. Like she just, she'd, she'd heard someone at work say bed bugs, and that was it. She'd got bed bugs, and that, and she was convinced herself that that was what was going on. Um, so one night she sat, was staying at her boyfriend's house, um, and they were like, you know, she, she just sort of like come, come, came back from the doctors like really disheartened because nothing had been found. Because they're telling her she's totally and fine. She's totally fine. You're and, fine. And she's like, she's oh. gone over to her boyfriend's, curled up in a in a ball, I'm dying. and like, <laughs> and they said she started watching. They started watching a movie. Uh, she said she I can't remember what she said it was, but um. It, she said it had Gwyneth Paltrow in it, and she said all she can remember is that she really didn't like Gwyneth Paltrow. That's the only thing she can remember. Well, no one does. And she showed them like a, a vagina. Yeah, what's oh, all that, that about? goop thing? Yeah, there's a lot. Of is that what it was called? Goop. No, that's the, that's the name of her brand now. Goop. Oh, and I she's like, there's a lot of like. I thought you meant that's controversy what her vagina around. candles oh, were called. Goop. Oh god. Ugh. Shut up, Gwyneth. Smell my yeast. Jog on. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, she apparently so this she didn't she can't recall this. Of her snatch, but gross. and a lot of what I'm going to tell you next is is entirely based on like her boyfriend, her father, oh, her she mother. Remember it. She can't remember it, so she's had to like go back and ask. She's out of a tiny mind. Her doctors. Um, so she started like she sat bolt upright, started grinding her teeth and moaning and biting on her tongue. What? And then 
basically went into what's called a grand mall seizure. Yeah, that sounds like she got rabies or something. So she started having a seizure, basically, yeah. like a te- like, and that grand mall one as well. Like the that's a big mall. one. So it's the biggest of the biggest malls. of the mall of seizures. Um, any doctors out there? Though? It's a grand. Know what I'm it's, talking not, about. it's not regular. <laughs> it's not regular. It's Petite. grand. <laughs> it's grand. Uh, and and she woke, and the next thing, she, well, so she, she knew, but. Maybe she didn't. She woke up in uh, St. Luke's Hospital, which I'm guessing is a hospital in New York. Um, And she sort of says that that's really the last thing she can remember for an entire month of her life. She calls this her month of madness. Okay, is this something external that's gone into her? Well, you'll, like a, you'll like find um, out. It's mental. Yeah. Like, you won't guess it. Is it like a parasite mental? or like a. Uh, oh, you'll have to wait and see, won't you? It sounds like something's like putting pressure on a dome, a brain. Yeah, so because she's had a seizure, that's that sort of takes it up a notch, doesn't it? Like, yeah. that's not normal. You, seizures people are horrible. Do, people seems, don't seems have seizures. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I used to have a girl in my class. that had, you had a girl? Yeah, in my class. I had oh, a girl. Well, thought, there was a girl oh, in right, my I class. I thought you meant like, like she was yours forever. No, I had a girl mine. when I was at school. Yeah, I used, had to, a, she used to be in the same her. class as me when I let her out. Um, she had uh, epilepsy and I remember a few times, you know, she would start just looking up at the ceiling and like, and then she'd go into a... I used to do that all the into time. Into a, a fit. Stare. But it's not nice. No, like, it, you know, it's. I can imagine it. And it really fucks your body up after because you're like, the muscles tense. But you're ripped as fuck. But, the, but, the, but seizures are like... It's like an over overactive, like it's like a, a uh, it's not chemical. It's like your brain just going. It's like electrical, go. like ah. you know, impulse. It's not like a bleed or it's anything like, f- like that. Like it's a like a, it's like an sh- electrical madness. Discharge out your brain. Yeah, yeah. It's your like your brain is like <laughs> yeah, is on is like having an electric shock. Horrible. Um. So they ran. So they obviously you know ran some more tests on her because she'd had this seizure. Um. They did cat scans, which all came back showing as her as a perfectly healthy, dreadful year old girl. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're pretty nonplussed with the whole, like, situation. And they put a get, they put this fucking seizure down to um, alcohol withdrawal. Okay, so there's something going on here um, and they haven't got a clue and they're just making shit up. But That's also, at there. the time, of course, she was having some, like, some of these sort of paranoid delusions and, like, her behaviour was just odd. Like, she would just have mad outbursts. Like, she recalled one where she was just sat at her desk at work and she's like, she just started hysterically crying and like a crowd of people gathered around her. And then like two minutes later, she just like, she just laughed it off and like skipped off down the corridor, like really fast changing emotional like outbursts. And of course that pointed to mental health issues in her. And they said, you know, things like bipolar and even schizophrenia. She's got a brain worm. So they... You know, they 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 had psychi- psychiatrists like you know help. Yeah, you might. You know, look into thing. her issues because she obviously they were like, look, she's this isn't her behaviour is not normal, and she's sort of just increasingly becoming like Ir- like a bit more dissociative. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, erratic and and erratic, not stable. Uh, yeah, and um, so. But but they but they were like look you know she's fine like the tests are coming back so they 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 let her go they like said you know just don't stop drinking and like <laughs> she's like I don't really drink they okay. haven't got a clue they just go ah, it must but be the booze at this point she's not really like you know like she's, she's less, not going out drinking she's, she's less sort of like cognitively like uh, you know in line with, yeah. with what she had been before so so she was discharged and. Uh, you know they, because obviously she'd had this seizure she was like living in her own apartment in New York so they like she went and stayed with her mum and her parents were separated so her mum and dad had 
new partners of of their own like they're you know broken family a little bit but whatever um so but her paranoia so she was staying at her mum's and they like because because she was having these weird outbursts at work they just they didn't they didn't sack her they just sent her home and were like just work from home like for a bit because we can't have you being outbursty at work (laughs) so she was staying with and so she stopped working at this point like she wasn't able to do it and um you don't know what's going to happen. You might walk into work and just yeah. wig out and then wake up like And you got to remember, this is all like very, this is quite like compressed amount of time. It's like it happens over a month. So, so it's fairly rough. So you shouldn't be letting someone rapid. out there if this is happening this quick. Yeah. There's something going on. Well, but they did, didn't they? So she refused when to eat listen? and she stopped sleeping. I mean, totally she was normal. already having... That's just the booze, don't worry. Pa- you know, she was already having some insomnia, but she can, she just didn't sleep. And she said she just would pace the halls of the house endlessly. Too much coffee. She's just and she's a bit too of a much, Yeah, she's way a bit too of a much coffee. Yeah. She's calming she's down, don't worry. Coffee. Uh, and she couldn't control her rambling thoughts, she said. And she would like rant to her mother uh, incoherently. Um, she convinced herself that she was bipolar and that she was having a nervous breakdown. So she's like trying to figure it out, her yeah. symptoms herself. Yeah, yeah. But also by doing that, the making paranoia is making it so she's googling that she's like, it. she's well, googled it? it. She fucking googled it. Ah, no. <laughs> um, now, uh, <coughs> and one morning she was um, having a bit of an outburst, and then Callan, Callahan had or Car, Ka- Ka- oh fuck's sake, it's not Callahan. 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 Um, had uh, had her second grand more seizure, so she's had two now. And apparently this time, blood and foam spurted from a oh, fucking a mouth. One. Yeah, yeah, like proper <laughs> shit. And um, apparently she like blood s- and foam. She got all sh- that blood, blood and foam all over the like posh ro- like oriental rug oh, on the floor. No, <laughs> could you imagine that when imagine someone's that. having a, a fat seizure yeah. and they they get blood on your special like fucking special rug? That's outrageous. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> who, who cares? Was that even a thing in that? Well, no, because like, I suppose it's just like it's, it's something. It it's something because she's she's obviously got her accounts from her mum. So she's like, yeah, fucking got. hell, that was where you did it there with that very stain sympathetic mo- <laughs> a mum. You had a grandma seizure, wigged out on the floor. I don't think her mum cared. Chewed your tongue out <laughs> and then spat blood on my new rug. <laughs> um, but overwhelmed by her erratic behaviour at this point, uh, Callahan's mum dropped uh, uh, her. Susanna off at her dad's house <laughs> in Brooklyn. Like, I can't deal with it anymore. Look, she's just fucking gaffed up blood on my fucking rug. I'll take you to well, your no, dad's. She had, Not a doctor, she had a doctor's appointment the next day and she was just like, I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I can't care for her properly. You uh, need to look I'll after her. Because they needed someone, she yeah. needed someone there all the time to make sure she wasn't being an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, and, and at this point, her, yeah. you know, like rapidly, her paranoid delusions got worse. She still refused to sleep um, and she would like was banging on locked doors, screaming, get me out of here. And she also imagined that her father had murdered his wife, her stepmom. What the fuck is going um, on here? So she's like accusing her dad of murder. and well, She and needs to be put somewhere quick because yeah. this is escalating bad, isn't it? So the following day, her mother and stepfather and her boyfriend, her boyfriend like stuck by her through all this, um, took uh, Caroline back to uh, the new Laura, new, neurologist for an EEG, which is like, I suppose, an electrical impulse. Yeah. It's like an ECG, but for your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Measures like fucking little vaults. Me, me, me. Yeah, little like pads, little things all stuck to her head, uh, which which records the electrical activity of the brain. So 
she on on the on the car ride or the taxi or whatever to the appointment turning to the devil she opened the car door and tried to fling herself out fucking like, hell and her boyfriend held her down while the stepfather like put the child lock on the fucking car Jesus so she's like Christ. really fucking well she can't be allowed out now she's like some yes yeah, some serious shit is going on what the um, fuck now imagine that so they got they got her to the, they obviously got her to the doctor but horrified kind of at this point by her increasing paranoia and like well she's gonna hurt herself gonna hurt herself kind of shit yeah um and despite the neurologist's hesitations to send her to hospital um caroline's mother and stepfather took her immediately to hospital after this doctor's appointment we're like this is not not this is not normal they knew their daughter and they're like this ain't normal just say oh it's withdrawal symptoms from cigarettes yeah 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 don't worry jump out of the car she doesn't smoke she just fucking vomited like blood up blood on the rug foam this yeah is, this is not red um, from cigarettes the thing was like her parents were d- desperate to not have her put on a psychiatric ward because they were like this but maybe this that's is, the place that she needs this, to go yeah but they were like she's got no previous history of mental health issues and the and mental health issues do not give, give they, you don't have seizures uh, when you've got bipolar or or schizophrenia you don't Okay. Like that's a physical know. reaction to something going on in your body. That's not that's not like a you know like a, a, a sort of a manifested thing, is it? It's completely like physical. That's you can't real, fake that. Really, yeah. I you can't fake that shit. Um. So, uh. So they took her to the hospital and they they demanded for her not to be put on a psychiatric ward. Um. And you know these these diagnoses of like mental health issues like schizophrenia and bipolar just weren't sitting well with them because they're like just just so so fast and i'm you know like she's never ever experienced any mental health issues they have no idea so um she said that she had her third so this is like the day after she had two seizures in like well, this is in a 24 hour pe- period well. yeah. so the doctor should be able to just like sit back and watch so she had another grand mal seizure like whilst waiting for a hospital bed Aha, there, um, look. so apparently because of this they whisked her up to the epilepsy floor oh, of right, the new york yeah. university medical center um so for the first so she said so basically they put her in they got her a bed and they put her in it and she said for the first three days she shared a room with three other people uh, mostly suffering from epileptic seizures and uh, techni- technicians, you know, hospital technicians glued EEG like things, wires, pads, whatever, yeah, to her head, them, Let's probed see what's her going head, on. Um, and which all said she said snaked into because um, if you've ever had an ECG, there's lots of wires involved. I've not had an EEG, but there's tons of wires. So she said all of these wires snaked into like a pink backpack <laughs> on the side of her bed, which is obviously a backpack of hers. Um, and she was monitored twenty four seven by um, two video cameras mounted on the ceiling because you feel like that kid in the um, flight of the navigator now. Yeah, yeah. You were like, "What's going oh, yeah, on?" Yeah, that mad little fucking head thing he wears. So apparently, she, because she was just wanted out, she couldn't. She was like, "I can't be here. I can't be here. Let me go. Let me go." So she took like twice. She t- successfully um, ripped off all the electrodes off her head like that kid did I'm telling yeah, you yeah, man I'm telling you and uh, and she tugged her IV as like she said blood just splurted everywhere oh man is that, I hate that when they do that in the film and they she, pull it out you're like I'm sure that's not that's what happens not, yeah and she ran sh- like mad shrieking down the halls of the hospital trying to find an exit um, and apparently like nurses had to tackle her to the floor because she doesn't look insane doing that not at all uh, to like get and got her with a sedative um, 
Oh. And apparently, in a, she she said an imposing Jamaican nurse <laughs> would had had to sit with her for twenty four hours to make sure that she didn't escape again. Why did she have to say um, Jamaican? Weird. I don't know because maybe that's just because she the was the account she had. I don't know because she's just she's just going on what other people have told her because she can't remember much of this Freaking or any of it really. Right. She says she she has like snippets of like just terror. horror ah! and terror. Yeah. But that's like she can't really remember and string together what happened in that time. Um, and she said she had to wear an orange wristband, which said flight risk on Me- it. Mental. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like mental, don't let this one go. Like that's, you know, strap flight her down risk. if you can. It's usually in aeroplanes, they put like little uh, orange tags on things and it say remove before flight. Like they'll be put like a tag on a fuel line yeah, or something. Yeah. And she's got one, which is a flight risk. So I was going to do a break here, but eh, we can just carry on. I am bothered. Whatever yeah, you want to do. I am bothered. So let's just carry on. Just carry on. Just imagine there's some music here. Or pause here if you want a break. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, like, obviously, things aren't going well for her at this point. She's not doing great. The only thing about this, and which is still good, is she hasn't got a clue what's going got, on. And all of the doctors at this point. She's so, all on know, a family. The, the physical dif- discomfort of not being able to shower and wash her hair. Yeah. Com- coupled with the fact that she was tethered like all the time electronically to like lots of beepy machines. I don't know what this is. I'm trying to like rack my brain. You brains. won't know it. You just won't. Just just absolutely ones. won't know it. Yeah. Um, so all of that started to take its toll on her, like more so than like everything else, that, you know, as well as everything else that's going on. Um, and apparently she, her father recalls, because her father put a lot of like, wrote a lot of notes about what was going, like, like her behaviour and what smart was happening thing, at the time. Because This, this is yeah, new and it's never happened yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, she was we like, right, what behaviour's gone on today that she's got? And apparently like her family were with her all the time um, to to be by her side so her mum would go in the morning her dad would go in the afternoon and her boyfriend would stay with her at night like so the three of them never left her side you know you know they took it in turns um but she said she would say that like i'm dying a little bit inside every day <laughs> it, it was like she could feel like herself it. like getting lost yeah no shit yeah. though look and um so Apparently, her father said to her, "You know, I'll trust me. We'll f- we'll get you out of here. We just need to find out what's wrong with you." Um, and she said, "No, let me out now." Like she just didn't want to be there. Like, of course, I can imagine. In, it sounds it, like uh, a little kid. You know, like a little kid. How a little kid would react when they're not yeah, like yeah. as an adult. You'd be like, "This is shit." Okay, I just. But need she's to not clearly not got right in the right mind, yeah. is she? Like emotionally, mentally. Yeah, yeah. Um. So when Ka- uh, Carolyn turned on the TV, uh, she the paranoia was just like bad she was just getting worse she imagined she was on the news and that satellite trucks for all the major news networks were like camped outside she's the got hospital, a brain worm i'm telling you like waiting f- to interview her because you know she was like that important everyone needed to know um she imagined that the woman beside her um in uh you know in the hospital either in a room or i don't know if she was in a shared room or not but was like tape recording her conversations and talking about her in Spanish to her family. Um, and she was convinced she could speak Spanish and interpret the words. She also sh- convinced herself that she could age people in her mind. Um, she's going off the she, rails. She like she, she oh, said she's been that, on that, like, the news people, the people on the TV, so they'd have the TV on in yeah. her room were talking about her. Like she could, she was, you know, she could hear them talking about her. Out like, her so mind. she's like, Gone on full on like paranoid, Completely, delusional, yeah. you know, shit, man. Well, I mean, um, yeah, go on. No, 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 go on. Yeah, go yeah. On. So, 
she imagined um, that uh, multiple times a day that the residents, um, well, no, so she didn't imagine this, sorry, the multiple doctors and nurses um, and residents that would come in and out of her room every day would ask her the same question every time, like, what day is it? Where are you? And what's your name? Are you in the present? Are you, you know, like, yeah, like asking, you know, does she, can she still answer those simple questions? Yeah. Um, and she said, though it would take her over a minute to answer, she always answered it correctly. So she knew who she was and she knew where she was and she knew like what the, t- what day it was. But there was just or what some her name shit was. happening. Yeah. Um, and so, and so she was, she started getting real pissed off with this as you would. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, no shit. And, uh, so two weeks passed. Um, and so she's, you know, been in there for a couple of weeks, I guess. And it's all going downhill. Though, and, isn't it? So every day a new doctor would come to visit because they were just absolutely perplexed on? as fuck. Yeah. Um, there, she booze. said there were um, interns, there was infectious disease doctors, immune system specialists, psychiatric doctors, and this one I'm going to, because it's the longest word I've ever seen, psycho... Uh, pharmacologists, psychopharmacologists, psychopharmacologists. Um, so, and they said that they they sent her to MRIs, sonograms, X-rays, CAT scans, PET scans, um, multi- multitudes of blood tests. Is this thing? All, does this this thing actually this exist, like in physical reality yeah, that yeah, she's yeah. got? Oh, all right. of this stuff came back negative. Yes, yeah, all I'm of saying. it. All yeah. of it showing. They were just like you're looking for something. We've done you can't see it. Every test, every we, test, yeah. we can. Every yeah. test for everything, every disease, every like mad parasite, every um, autoimmune yeah. disorder, every, every brain worm, every everything, and we can't find anything wrong with her. Have you left your tampon in too long? That's what I'll be asking now. Have you got a toxic clearly shock? They get, clearly, no, toxic shock just kills you. <laughs> it doesn't turn your brain into weird electric monster. Uh, I was pretty sure it didn't. Um, <laughs> but none of them could give her parents any answers about what was going on. What the with fuck this is going on? Poor freaking girl, because... So it's not in her brain then? Is it actually... I mean, se- at this point as well... It's like, not in her brain then? She'd gone... It's external? Uh, she'd gotten catatonic. So it's she'd she was... You know, she started. She started on the road to Catatonia. Is that the right way to say it? Catatonia. Catatonia. Is she like allergic to? It sounds like a good band, doesn't it? Catatonia is a band, you know. All right, there you go. Someone already saw that. What do you mean? Brilliant. Catatonia. So she said the that either she must have told her family this, or she can remember it. But she the only she only two comforts in this whole time, and that was apples. She said she would eat. Um, this was happening. She'd eat three apples a day. That's all right. That's good. An apple a day help keeps Some, the doctor something away. Something about an apple or not. Three doctors. And she said also her boyfriend's iPod, and because he is a bit of a mu- musician. Eat a boyfriend's iPod. Three. No, she'd she'd <laughs> eat the apples and listen to the iPod. Yeah, she didn't eat the iPod. Two apples. Three is apples. Con- is a, no, but it's two versions of an apple. Oh yeah, yeah. Is there a connection three, it's four apples then, isn't it? It's four apples. She'd have four apples a day. Two different versions two different of, version apple. of apple. One organic. One. One. Computerized. <laughs> uh, so she would, which apparently he put like he'd make a mix mix tape for her of like yeah. mostly Ryan Adams tunes, just which she said because you're paranoid. You just, don't mean they're not after you. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and she said that this this music helped us sort of sleep. Better find a way, a better way. <laughs> is that is that Nirvana? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a cat. Um, but the paranoid paranoid delu- delusions. Apparently, they started to wane in her um, as they put her on more and more medications, like anti-psychotic medications or anti-anxiety. Calm down. Uh, apparently, they uh, G- Geodon and uh, Ativan were what she was on, um, and they, you know, kept just increasing and increasing that until um, until it worked. Until it worked, basically, <laughs> until she stopped being mental, um, and well, and stopped like with the, you know, with trying to like hurt herself or run away or. Has some sort of calm throw herself out the window, yeah. um, but 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 they were sort of her family were like, but she's losing the battle, like because she could no longer read. She's not herself she on the medication. Her, like her tongue was curled. What the fuck so is happening? It was making it hard for her to speak and communicate. She had difficulty swallowing, so couldn't really eat. And it was, um, and she said it would take a whole minute for her to answer just the simplest questions. Uh, so. Day after day passed. She's just there in catatonic space. Yeah, get well, c- continuous, continually in a catatonic state. Um, and Caroline became more withdrawn, uh, finding it hard to walk with her father and mother around the hospital. I suppose they would get her up and walk around when they could. She's probably going and, backwards. And um, apparently, her f- some of her f- close friends came to to visit and were like extremely alarmed at her like passive an incoherent state and in such a short time as well because some of them had seen her like decline at work and stuff like and they were all like what the fuck's wrong with her they like saw the beginning they were all being it. a bit mean to her or like saying oh she's fucking losing it you know what i mean she and then they like they were right and then they like come and see her in a hospital in a catatonic state they're like told you she's lost it lost it <laughs> yeah um but she doctor and basically doctors like with just secretly i suppose not telling it obviously but secretly fearing that they were losing her because they I couldn't explain. That. It seems to like be quite obvious she, that she's clearly declining yeah. very quickly. Um, but she could, they couldn't they couldn't figure out. You know, it was a real head scratcher, and her parents were just like, "You are not moving her to a psych ward. This is not psychosis. Yeah. There's something else going on here." Um, now, apparently, um, her doctors had had started speaking of like a mythical miracle, like doctor. As she says, mythical. He wasn't mythical, but they kept naming this doctor, um, and his name was Doctor Sohel Najir, and um, he was, um, you know, and that this doctor would know what it was. They were like, this, you know, Najir will know what's going on. We need to get Najir. Like they can call him straight away. Then so um, they apparently they they nicknamed him Doctor House, which I feel like is like a, a. TV program don't house know. I don't know it was about a doctor anyway um, but my mum my mum sorry <laughs> my your mum my mum she involved in this she got story. involved she got she rang him up she was like I'm not sure about this <laughs> you need to sort of, you know her mum uh, requested <laughs> that um, we uh, that they meet this Najir Najir fellow this messiah this doctor this messiah doctor um, so and she so they had to give her two spinal taps to get they some no joke. fluid from her, yeah, and because they needed to check her white blood cell count, uh, you know, so they d- took two spinal taps from into her. Your spinal column, and there was actually Fuck they did they, they they actually found something in that. They said that there was an abnormal occurrence um, that's in that in that fluid spinal fluid that signified brain swelling. Uh, so 
because of that, the case was officially passed on to Dr. Najir. Um, and he was a Syrian... How, how, wouldn't they have figured, all, like, brain swelling from all these CAT scans? I mean, you're, you're talking about a short period of time here, though. This is, oh, like... Okay. they're not. It's not, like, months and months of time. Like, this is all, like, happening pretty fast. It's, like, you know, from start to finish, this happens in a month. So... It's, it's rapid. Rapid. Um, so... Uh, Sir, he, this guy's a Sir, Syrian-born uh, neurologist, a neuropathologist, and epilo, epileptologist. I think yeah, he's, he's, right. a, he's an ologist in epilepsy. He's got lots of ologists. He's an epilepsyologist. All right, floof. There's a floof. He's like, have you fed him? We fed him. Oh no, did we not feed the cat <laughs> before we started? That was a mistake. Um, so, yeah, and he worked at the NYU Medical Center where she was. Um, you know, dying dying basically so he came in to to see that see this uh, you know to examine her and, and figure out try and figure out what was going on with her and also to speak to um the family and and talk talk it through um and apparently what he what he was saying like buoyed her buoyed up her family's confidence in like trying to figure out what was going on he's like i, I will find out i will find her and he kept sort of saying i'll find you i'll find you to her like like she's lost because her boyfriend would describe as like he'd look in her eyes. It's like she's in there. She's just fucking screaming to come out, but she can't like she's like. But That's each day, each day, it, a yeah. little bit of her is disappearing. That's why they were like, we're losing her. Like she's in there, but she's she's slowly disappearing if we don't figure out what's going yeah. on. Um, So he was convinced that he was going to fix it for her and find out what was going to what was happening. Um. So, and I remember watching a like a little like clip of 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 this girl after obviously afterwards talking about this, and she said, um, you know, obviously the the cost involved in all the tests and everything that she had to have done. She was like, all the oh, money yeah, course, spent on blood tests and I thought this was free it was in X-rays and MRIs, CT scans, PET scans, all of the freaking tests known to like the medical world had been done on her at this point. And she said it was interesting. He did something that cost nothing. Did and <laughs> he handed her um, a piece of paper and a pen and said to her, draw me a clock. Which she thinks, what? <laughs> okay. So obviously she like, with very different, because hand, everything's clenched and, and like, you know, heart, like her hands were all like bound up, you know, wound up by herself. So Stephen same Hawking. with her feet. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and she, she, so she grasped at this pencil and drew a circle and, um, she and, down and the chemical symbols she, the thing she that was said she, you know, obviously feeling probably a little confused and, and put on the, on the spot, she drew the clock face. Um, and she said that her, ca- uh, her mother and father gasped when she did it. Um, uh, cause she'd written, so, you know, the clock face, you go from, from, tw- you know, one to, to, uh, to 12 and it, you know, she wrote, she'd write one to 12 a half on half of the face so she she d- she wrote all the numbers on one side yeah, of yeah, the clock left the other side blank and left the other side blank and um what so you know and no no numbers on the left side what the fuck I'd be like what's this that's a so shit clock it's one of these weird ones that you can't read it takes you 20 minutes to read the time yeah so Dr. Najir apparently now had five clues in his mind as to what was overtaking Callahan's now fully catatonic state basically um you know one the seizures which is yeah. indicative of brain swelling 
two, the catatonia. Catonia? <laughs> I don't quite know how to say that. Catatonia? Catonia? Um, catatonic style. Catatonic Yeah, yeah. The high blood pressure That's that she band. had, because she, she did have high blood pressure, and the high wood, white blood cell count. That's like that was that was included in her spinal tap, yeah. And this bizarre clock that she drawn. It's so it's five things clock. that he's like, right, okay. Um, and it was uh, preliminary proof, preliminary oh, proof right. <laughs> that the right side of her brain, which control controls the left side of her body, was inflamed. So she just the right hand side. Yeah, just the right hand side. So he believed. Um, now this is something that. It is very rare, very, very rare. All this from a fucking picture of a clock. He believed it was some sort of auto, that she was suffering from some kind of autoimmune encephalitis, uh, which, um, or swelling of the brain that was caused by an attack of rogue antibodies in her body. So they said to her family, we need to do um, a... Uh, biopsy of the brain. What? Because to really know for sure, we need to crack your skull need, open and take a segment but, and of your like, brain out. And they were like, "What?" And the, but like, they were like, "That your daughter, we're losing her day by day. She's getting more and more lost. If we don't, it, it's worth the risk at this point. If we leave, we don't do this. We'll do never drilling know. into that bitch's head then. So they got drilling into her head, and um, and with the and he sent off also the, this doctor. Uh, he sent the spinal fluid as well as blood test blood uh, sorry blood from drawn from her to um a neuro uh neuro neurologist a well-respected neurologist from the university of pennsylvania you think that, named dr joseph delamoule who uh would test this stuff this test this fluids these body fluids for rare these rare antibodies it's funny how like you only need like it, it, it doesn't matter there is a spark of the individual doctor that is required like yeah, you thought that yeah, yeah. you think that it'd be just like okay you get someone in it doesn't need like an ex specific single individual expert. You'd think that the system was an expert and that like when you come in, there's these certain tests and procedures that everyone goes down to that will highlight and find out what it is and rule everything less, out. No. But no, you just need the random geezer from Syria who, goes draw who a clock. Knows, he knows what he's looking he's for. Like, right, yeah, she's yeah. got a right side of her brain, has got an infection. You're like, um, what the fuck? So, but they the had to wait for two weeks for these um, blood samples yeah. to come back. Uh, so in the meantime, they did this brain biopsy um, and they, you know, they took out a piece of her uh, temporal lobe um, and obviously to her parents, horror, but, you know, they need obviously that need, that, need that bit of the brain, sorry. Because um, it's mad that you can cut a bit of brain off. No, what does it do? That's part <laughs> of my, you don't, you don't that? need that bit. Don't you, I don't it. need that bit. So when my brain evolved, the human brain evolved, there's always a little bit left over that you don't need just in case you need a biopsy. Yeah, it off. But they need to take a biopsy from the bit. That was my jam sandwich circuit. You removed <laughs> my love of strawberries now. <laughs> that was where I kept all of the strawberry circuits <laughs> in that bit. You and you've it. made them gone. And now but the be- brain's rerouting. Better than fucking... Catatonic state, though, right? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Just, just, just eat the strawberries Catatonic and just go and taste. Or the love of strawberries. <laughs> I don't know. It could be peanut butter. Imagine never being able to could enjoy be gravy. a jammy dodger ever again. Oh, jammy dodger. Well, you might do enjoy it. You just might not taste it. Or it just tastes like, just like, tastes like blackberries or something. <laughs> something weird that's going on because I stole your strawberry. So they, uh, this happened the next day. She was taken to the IC- from uh, to the ICU for surgery. Um, and well to the ICU and for surgery uh, she remembers 
Now, this is fucking mental. She said she remembers opening her eyes as they sliced into her brain Class. and saying something like, I'm awake. She, she says she recalls the anesthesiologist looking at her and then saying, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Now, her, she, when she told her mom this, she said, I think it's probably just another hallucination. But there's a potential that it wasn't, and she actually woke up and felt them like probing around her brain. And they never said whether she did or she didn't. No, because they pr- how can you prove it? Unless because there'd be a person there going, "Oh shit!" The yeah, they're not gonna, I don't know if they'd admit that. I think a doctor would. I, just, try I think to it's hide probably a hallucination. That. Yeah. Yeah, but you would think a doctor that would they go, "Oh yeah, whoops." But what she said was, "It's like it seems so real." Um, but yeah, she said, knows. like, but she said, I can't, I, I couldn't trust my own mind at this point. No, like, you're, it's you're, playing all sorts of mad tricks. She thinks on she's her. a biscuit. She she's can't. A t- yeah, she's she like gone full on biscuit. Yeah. So um, after the surgery, the blood work and fine and final spinal, the final the spinal, spinal fluid <laughs> came uh, back positive for these rare antibodies called anti N methyl D aspartic acid receptors or if you want to be uh, easier to say, uh, the um, NMDAR encephalitis. She's so, got encephalitis of the, the brain. But, but they had a fucking diagnosis for her. Yes. Because, so this name rep- um, signifies that the receptors in the frontal lobe responsible for cognitive reasoning um, and the uh, limbic system. Well, w- the bit that we chopped into. Yeah. Or the emotional centre of the brain are under assault by the immune system. So basically she had, even though she had so many autoimmune specialists, she had, uh, she had an autoimmune disorder attacking her brain. And when her parents asked Dr. Najir what that actually meant, yeah, it was like just fucking... English, please, yeah. in English. And he would, he said, basically, your, her brain is on fire. What? And that's what she, like, calls all of, like, she, like her, like, reports and, like, stories after this. My brain is on fire. Brain on fire, yeah. Flaming brains. Um, ah. So, in simple terms, uh, just think of your brain as a big computer. And then it being on and fire. then it then lighting it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was like to be uh, With one of the switches in that computer being the NMDA receptor, um, so everybody's brain has billions of these receptors um, and each functions in order for you to think, learn and control your it's emotions. Mad, isn't it? So anti-NDMDA receptor encephalitis is what she had. This then happens when an otherwise healthy person's immune system makes a mistake, which is what all immune autoimmune disorders are. Your immune system is mistaking something that's good for bad and starts making antibodies that affect that receptor. So in other words, the immune system recognises an infection and tries to fight it off, but in doing so, works overtime to fight off that infection. Such um, a kind storm. And apparently that reacts with some proteins in the body that attacks the brain. Oh, right. So apparently this is like four times more common in women than it is in men. Almost always in women of childbearing age. So when I say that, early 20s, because that's really when we're supposed to have yeah, yeah, children. Yeah. Like that's your good, good sort of like window of having anything kids. older than that, and they start coming out with like three arms. Not necessarily. I mean? It's just a lot harder for the woman to yeah. do it. Like it's just more toll on, on the body. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to do it when you're young. But you're supposed to do it when you're like, it's like 14. Or some shit. Yeah, yeah, 14, 15. Well, as soon as you, ha- you know, Epstein, I'll tell you. as soon as you start having your periods, you're supposed to be able to do it. Crack them out. Come Crack on. Crack them out. Here come we on. Go. It's um, nature's way. But we obviously, you know, choose. We 
societally, th- you know, we make a decision that that. And I'm happy for that. The children, children are too can. young at fourteen and not developed enough to understand or Hell like you know look after kids. Fuck. Anyway, so um, <laughs> took a dark turn. <laughs> took a dark turn. <coughs> so in other words, you know, like I say, in other words, it's just her body brain attack. She's having a brain attack. A brain attack. Yeah, her brain attack fucker. Her brain, yeah. <coughs> her brain is attack. No, her body's attacking her brain. <coughs> yeah, it's just a mad. Um, like, yeah. So apparently, this doctor Demol from Pennsylvania that he sent off the bloods to had discovered. That's why she, he sent them off to him because he discovered these antibodies in two thousand and three, and until then, people suffering from this madness were just mad. Were just misdiagnosed, yeah. likely ending up in mental hospitals yeah, 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 yeah. with with. You know, with psych- psychosis. Yep. Um, and you just need some pills. And you just needed a drip and a few things yeah. to get you fucking back to <laughs> You'd normal. you be back out there. Um, and experts it. aren't sure what causes it. Um, they believe it's probably more genetic than environmental. And um, apparently, the, uh, so they say like 50% of the people who have, who are diagnosed with it, also have some mad, um, like ovarian tumors, which. You know these these M- NMDA recept fucking receptors. Like it's like that process is started because the body's attacking this uh, tumor, like s- and then there's some weird process that goes on that's like the with, with the protein. Watch out, yeah, and makes and attacks the brain as well. So yeah. obviously, I don't think that was the case for because they'd have seen that she'd have a tumor. Like she didn't have anything wrong with her. This was just completely her body attacking. It just her did brain. it. Yeah. Um, so according to his studies, like I say, the medium age is 20, apparently youngest 21 months. So yeah, months? in a baby. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, about 75% affected are women. So fucking hell, we're fucked if we're... If <laughs> but I feel like generally with autoimmune diseases, women do gen- den- generally tend to be more affected than men. Um, and also show, um, you know, that these you know these behaviors that she was experiencing were symptoms of that of this you know the catatonia the, the strange behavior if it's attacking your part of your brain that controls emotions well and then that's what's going to your, gonna your gonna ability to be rational way, yeah. yeah it's going to go away um and about 80 percent patients have seizure seizures uh, apparently 70 percent of patients see psychiatrists before any other doctors um, so obviously, a lot of the time, it's being misdiagnosed. Um, yeah, that's the doc- point. Cause if it goes to a psychiatrist, they'll go, there, "Oh, you're oh, mad." Oh, you've got bipolar disorder, or yeah. you've got schizophrenia, and they get put in. Especially if you go catatonic, makes you wonder when you see crazy people walking around the street, just going, and they're just like men- shouting at yeah. the fucking is their body just attacking their like, you're like what's brain? going on? Is there something yeah. like? Is this completely fixable? If I suppose they kind of, you know, because they know. But even in this case, like. You know, this poor girl, like, it took this one doctor, like you say, to look at her and kind of recognise some of the symptoms yeah. in her and got draw, a clock. draw this clock to figure out that her one side of her brain isn't working. Yeah. So apparently he's, uh, Dr. Najir says that 90% of those suffering from this autoimmune um, encephalitis go undiagnosed. So they just like because it's not yeah loads of people out there who are just if they say rare, it's rare yeah. it's not it's just rarely confirmed rarely as a diagnosed yeah it, it, doctors no, uh, it's rare that you've come across a doctor that who knows like, what they're looking yeah, at yeah. and knows how to because really that's what you're it. relying on is you're you're relying on finding a doctor who knows what they're looking yeah, at absolutely. and what to test if you don't then you kind of fucked. 
We don't so, know what's wrong with them. That means you don't know what you haven't found it. Yeah. So Carolyn uh, was the first person in New York Medical Center's history to be diagnosed with this um, encephalitis. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease. You don't want a disease named after you. You don't want to be no. the first person to get a disease in New York. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> uh, and so apparently, the Neil Armstrong of the disease world. Oh, that's with, terrible. With this new information, Dr. Najir um, wasted absolutely no time, um, and he immediately hooked. Uh, Caroline up to an IV and started the treatments. Uh, first, she said, came the intravenous immune um, globulin. <laughs> Gublin, goblin. The, Im- the the immune goblin came Glo- along. Globin. Globe globulin. Like hemoglobin. Globulin. Globulin. Don't know. Mm, don't know. Um, which Can't reduces apparently reduces inflammation in the brain. So that's like an immediate effect of. I suppose they give it end to anyone who's got brain swelling. Just have that. It reduces the swelling. Uh, the brain, uh, sorry, the brain. <laughs> that was the brain. <laughs> that was entirely not me then. The so brain. <laughs> that, was my, that was my brain just going the brain. <laughs> um, uh, they came uh, high levels of steroids, uh, which also reduce inflammation, but like increases the rage. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, yeah, they do say that you got to be careful on steroids. Roid rage, yeah, yeah, roid rage, yeah. Because they've said that to me, they're like, if when I took steroids, they were like, if you feel like you were you've raging got s- before you're on the <laughs> roids, <laughs> if you feel like hell. you have any ter- terrible thoughts, tell someone because we'll t- take off, stop taking the steroids immediately. If you contemplate your own mortality, because it's to die, oh, it's not under, it's uh, what are they called corticosteroids. You know, when people say steroids, they think anabolic, but. The ones that you take for like inflammation, yeah, and you know to help with you know. So if you say if you've got like inflammation, like people with asthma or something, and really bad, like steroids will stop it. They're, they're amazing at removing inflammation in your body, but they're like not that great long term. Mm. Um, but the uh, they also gave her plasma phryrosis machine, plasma phryrosis. Machine. They put her on a fl- uh, plasmatron machine, uh, which <laughs> apparently flushes out like harmful antibodies. So they dialysized her. They put body. her on a plasmatoid and dialysized everyone. There you go. That's the absolute technical terms involved, of course. <laughs> plasmatoid. <laughs> dialysized her. She's fine. She made a brain germs um, go away. Apparently, that happens through an IV in your neck. Okay, you stick a needle in her neck via a plasmatoid machine and it made a brain monkeys disappear. Di- yeah, they dialyzed her brain. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is happening? Um, so the initial treatment took about a week and until uh, she said she was well enough to be released from hospital. So from a catatonic week. to... Oh, for fine. But she said, like... She, there was a, a huge road to recovery. She couldn't walk properly. She had to kind of learn to speak again. Like it Whoa. had had some effect. I bet she made a full recovery though. She did. Yeah. After six months um, of taking, and she was still, you know, long term, obviously there's some things she has to, to do, but six months of taking steroids, she might, she was back to work. She was well enough to be back is to it, work. It's like, is it crazy that it's effectively an invisible thing somehow got like into her and made her yeah, body like, react and it fucked her? I would, I know it wasn't an invisible thing because in her case there's no there was no tumor or anything that was caught like yeah, so her invisible. body just decided no wasn't it, it a reaction when you, you say it was an invisible anti- do you say like it was you, an antibody you, reaction it's it's an autoimmune reaction oh it's an autoimmune so it is invisible then yeah it's like you you know like aids is an autoimmune reaction to hiv it's not like an external another external yeah. virus that they get that kills them aids is just your body's autoimmune response software to went HIV, wrong yeah the software went wrong like it's like you know anyone with any no. autoimmune uh, diabetes 
Is your, your, your body's does you know is fuck, fucked up on the old insulin front? Are you sure? Um, yeah, it's all, all autoimmune. But anyway, <laughs> there's hundreds of them. <laughs> Fucking bodies are weirdos, like tax itself. But uh, obviously, this is a rarely diagnosed issue, of course, as we've said. Uh, and she Left also field. said that she got, you know, she got back to work. She got back home. She started seeing colours again. So she lost the colour well, sight at one point. Um, and, you know, and she and she stopped having like huge mental breakdowns at her fucking desk. <laughs> nice. Handy. Handy. Uh, so she apparently at a medical conference uh, um, in New York, uh, Najir presented her case um, to a wider spectrum of doctors and nurses and He's like, watch else. out for this, bros. Uh, of, and basically to talk about, you know, to try, I suppose, like she put her story out there to try and help others and to help spread the word about um, well, you would, autoimmune you? Yeah, you would absolutely have to yeah. if you had this rare thing that nearly killed you and then they figured out what it was. You'd be like, this thing happened to me. If you yeah. know anyone that's going through similar symptoms, yeah, maybe have a look at that. But they used he used her spe- story specifically yeah. is because she got back to normal. Like she managed to get from a catatonic state full recovery. to a full recovery, which means there's probably bunches and bunches of people's in, you know in catatonic states. In 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 institutions across the world, they just need a plasma that just toy need machine. a plasma toy dialyzed. Dialyze their brain. Yeah, they just need to dialyze their brain with a, an IV in their neck, and they'll be good. You know, and a few a bit of steroids. Yeah, a few steroids and I some suppose, like, immune goblins, and you'd be good. I suppose like medical <laughs> history is li- is like littered with people that were misdiagnosed. Well, not even misdiagnosed, but around before the uh, the cure or the cure was around, but it was so rare. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people who've been dying everywhere, left, right, and centre, all yeah, the yeah. time. And then when they find out what this simple thing is, oh, no one has to die anymore. Yeah, I mean the thing is, Najir told uh, Susanna Cal- uh, Carlin that if she, you know, if if she if he hadn't have figured out what was wrong with her, dead, um, she'd have easily ended up in nursing home, dead. like a twenty-four year old in a nursing Fucked. home for the rest of her life because. It, if if it's not treated, it doesn't go away. Could you imagine? It that? just ca- continues, From and it norm, could. I don't completely know. normal and healthy. Twenty four to nursing home. You'd be like, what? In the a fuck month. Happened? Yeah, like, but can you like? That's just like. What I, the, what the fuck happened to them? You'd be like, because imagine, and it's so frustrating. Can you imagine, like, you just yeah. I mean, I I suppose that you know I have a a little insight into that, like, because you know autoimmune conditions are quite difficult to diagnose because. Like you said, you're kind of trying to find an invisible thing, you know. So you're suffering from something that, you know, you you know something's wrong. You're like, this is not normal for a twenty six, twenty seven year old woman. Like this, this kind of shit shouldn't happen be happening to me. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? And you know, you go back and forth. It took me years to get my AIDS. Yeah, took took me years to get a diagnosis on for my autoimmune issues. So. I feel like it's it's generally something that's difficult to diagnose, difficult yeah, no shit. to get. Anything that's like, I mean, look at it. If it's what not, like, fuck? if you break your arm, it's obvious. Oh, you this shit your arm, is, we'll can only it. be seen in, like, but if it's like, like electron microscopes yeah. on, in Petri dishes. If it's, and they go, if it's some mad, what? like, How do they know this? fucking mental, you know, attack on some part of your body that's yeah. hard to, 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 to like, get in, in blood tests. Because my blood test came back normal. They say you're normal. You're fine. I was like, but I'm not. Tested for the wrong thing, bro. Yeah, not not testing for the right things, not looking for the right results. It took that one doctor to knew to know what was what he was looking for. The same for me. One doctor, one specific doctor was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I see a little bunch of stuff going on here Fixed. that shouldn't be, 
and then they fix you. They give you steroids and like, there you go. And you're like, oh, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, luckily she got out and she was diagnosed by, just get all, get all people. I suppose the seizures as well, like not if, not all the patients have seizures, but seizures make, seizures are your body's reaction to something going on in your brain. It does make you think. So you've got to think, okay, if, if they're having seizures, because they might just put a lot of it down to epilepsy. They're like, okay, this person has it's like a brain misfiring it, you know, she's has, gone mad. has some real real like mental health issues um and has diagnosis of bipolar or schiz- you know paranoid schizophrenia but also they have epilepsy well that's the thing it's like what they're probably looking at they're probably thinking that this prob- it's something like your brain is just randomly doing a big electrical discharge you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. going Rrr, and then you're just having like a seizure on the floor yeah and it's just for some reason it's degrading and you turn hey, we've got to put you in a nurse you know <laughs> you're like really really are you sure yeah. no, but she, but she, really. can't, she can't remember any of it she had to because apparently when she went back to work her um her like i don't know editor said to her i'd love for you to tell your story absolutely got a right story yeah. and so she t- she agreed and she said but Obviously, she had no recollection really or memory of any of what had gone on. It, it so she had to, like, you know, investigate her own illness, yeah, basically. Interview people, interview about, people her. about herself, like her parents and yeah, her yeah, boyfriend yeah. and her doctors and, you know, everyone, nurses, people who were around her, just so that she could, you know, and she does some like talks and stuff around it, you know, to get the word out, I guess. And I suppose probably now, I mean, what we're talking like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like now they might have more they've they might have like figured it out a bit more and have more people aware yeah. of like what's just get just get them to draw a clock see what happens if they can only do half a clock then yeah. they've got brain encephalitis it's like she just can't she couldn't go over that left side to to yeah so draw me a clock i mean a clock <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's Susanna Kag harland's that's good mad mental brain Disease. Brain worms, man. Brain worms. Brain story. fucking worms. Probably got it off a dodgy pizza somewhere in New York. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're in a nursing home shitting oh yourself. Oh, no. Horrible. Brain, brain pizzas. Because the thing is, when you're in like that kind of state as well, you just don't shower, you don't, you get cleaned up by nurses. Just fucking stuff, dying, isn't you? Like, yeah. You're just lying in a bed. Dying. Probably, probably like screaming to come out, probably still entirely like cognizant. But you just got an but infection. But you can't. No, to be fair, she said she can't really remember it, so she's not that cognizant. Well, now other people. Know. But at the time, she might have been. In yeah. the moment, she might have been like, "I'm f- like, what is happening? Moments like, of clarity. I can't move." But what the fuck, you know? Obviously, d- between moments of paranoia and all that, there, there might have been clarity. Just, but she can't remember if if that's the case. And people around her aren't going to know that because they're, they're not, her. not in her head exactly at that time. So. Yeah, mental. But I thought that was a mad story. Yeah, it's I like do. One like, like mental, like crazy. Brain disease is a fucking call. I wanted to do a podcast just on the brain alone, but that's just beyond anything. It's like there's could, so many what, things. What, the brain. What? Like ah. this. I thought this would be. I was going to do like this and another brain, but I this took up a whole. Save your brain. Episode. Other brain injuries and brain like, yeah, uh, like you know ailments for other parts. Or was it like uh, the man who mistaked his wife for a hat or something? Yeah, like, just thought his wife was a hat. Yeah, like those she's kind of mental top, stories. She's just a top hat. Every time we looked at yeah. the top hat. The brain had freaked out and had gone. The circuitry that recognises that face that's imprinted in my in my brain in my (laughs) fucking cortex is now a top hat. (laughs) So whenever I look at her, I see a top hat. That's what was happening. 
that was the other one I was going to do, but um, which Oliver is a Sachs much older book on it. Yeah, much much older thing. I've but got two, I've got two books downstairs on it. Nick back to back on the bookshelf. But maybe that be a, a, a podcast for another day. Podcast for another day. Yes. So yes, sad times. We haven't got Rob this week again. Um, he will be back next week, and I don't know what Tom's doing, but uh, hopefully it'll be a fun one. Yes, it will. And. We'll see you next week. Slags. See you next I week. Slags. We see you. We won't. We won't we see you. See. We'll, we'll speak to you next we'll week. We'll speak to you next week, <laughs> Slags, with Rob. Bye. Bye. Bye.